Unfortunately, in many cases, the answer is no. While you may be tempted to disregard these celebrities as superficial or even arrogant, how many of us simple folk have fallen prey to the same antics of the ego? We may downplay the influence of the media, yet how many of us fully accept ourselves in a world where performance and appearance are celebrated more often than a person's essence and the quality of their heart? The title of this book, Looking Beyond the Mirror, came about from the observation that so many of us walk around in a trance with no idea of who we really are. We fall asleep under the ego's spell and become far too attached to our external self-image. Many of us become addicted to upholding that image at any cost, believing that it alone will get us what we want. Yet we are challenged when it comes to connecting with our soul, or our deeper essence, which is where the source of true happiness lies. So how do we break the spell? When we realize we have the power to transform our lives by acknowledging the importance of our feelings and changing the way we see ourselves. As an intuitive counselor, my capacity to read people is based on my clairaudient, clairsentient and clairvoyant abilities. My perceptive nature allows me to go beyond the identity of an individual and uncover their deepest fears, aspirations and fundamental beliefs. Working with people in this way over many years has taught me one specific lesson. No matter who we are, where we live or what we do, we all struggle with self-doubt. I'm about to give you an insider's view of what goes on beneath the facade of a select group of people who have risen above mediocrity to create extraordinary lives. I have chosen to write about individuals who, by worldly standards, may appear to have everything. I have done so to accentuate the fact that despite appearances, they are still challenged by the same issues we all face. There are 12 diverse individuals portrayed in this book. As I disclose their personal profiles, I go way beyond what most people see to expose their strengths and challenges. By presenting the inside story, we can all learn by observing their emotional issues and repetitive patterns. Each of the 12 tales conveys a message on the pitfalls of addictive behaviour and offers a remedy for self-doubt. Those baffling questions about finding love and peace are finally put to rest. By getting to the heart of the matter, some of the answers that normally elude us are easily revealed. The masks are dismantled and the illusion is shattered to finally disclose the truth. At the end of each chapter, I pose a series of questions to help you evaluate the relationship you have with yourself and discover your strengths and your weaknesses. If you are willing to draw on the 12 virtues highlighted at the end of each tale and summarised at the end of the book, you will attain a state of power and balance. Over the years, I have sat in sessions with men and women from all walks of life, of different ages and many nationalities. I have counselled an array of people from housewives, businessmen, celebrities, professors, doctors, to therapists and even renowned spiritual teachers. No matter what a person's identity may reveal, beneath the surface we are fundamentally all the same. We all think and feel, 
and the quality of our thoughts and feelings determines exactly what we experience. Even beyond who we think we are, the most important thing of all is how we genuinely feel about ourselves. This became very apparent to me when I met with one of the most talked-about celebrities in Hollywood who, despite her obvious beauty and talent, struggles with addiction and fluctuating body weight. What was missing in her world? There was one important feature, a generous amount of self-love. Chapter 1. A change of attitude brings a change of heart. The way we alter the quality of our life is to know we are worth the effort it takes and care enough about ourselves to make those changes. As I entered the gates of my client's Hollywood Hills mansion for our first session, I was reminded of the grand villas in Tuscany. Pulling up in the driveway, a friendly young girl, who introduced herself as the actor's personal assistant, greeted me. She escorted me into the library which housed an impressive collection of paintings and artworks. On the mantelpiece was also a touching collection of family photographs. Looking at them, it seemed plain to me that the woman I was about to meet had a passion for life and a sensitive nature. Portrayed in the photos as a mother, a lover and a devoted daughter, her charms extended way beyond the parameters of what her vast audience saw. She has been acclaimed as a living goddess who at times has fallen out of favour with the media because of her emotional frailty. Despite her vivacious, worldly demeanour, she is vulnerable to judgment and criticism. This was to be my first meeting with her, which proved to be a very valuable one. Not only for her, as she found solace in my counsel, but it also reminded me of the pitfalls of competition and comparison. Here was a woman who had graced the covers of top fashion magazines, and yet she still wasn't convinced of her intrinsic beauty. As my client entered the room, I was a little taken aback, at first glance, she seemed much smaller in stature than she appeared on screen. Her long hair was pinned up loosely, with a few stray locks falling about her face. Wearing little makeup, her skin was clear and a little flushed. She wore a pair of tight yoga pants, highlighting the sculpted contours of her thighs. Being someone who also works out in the gym regularly, I know how much effort it takes to develop that level of muscle tone. I complimented her on the wonderful shape of her legs, knowing at times she battled with her weight. She told me she had taken up jogging with her husband. It may seem strange that someone who carries the title of spiritual teacher would raise the topic of body sculpting. But even after all my years of meditating on the essence of life itself, I am still susceptible to exalting the human physique. I found it somewhat surprising that she referred to her jogging partner as her husband rather than using his name. The man is an icon in his own right, an acclaimed actor and sex symbol. Living with a partner who is admired by millions would surely be a test for anyone's confidence, especially when the critics are constantly scrutinising your looks and performance. Perhaps that was why she wanted to meet with me to clarify once and for all why she was constantly in a state of unrest. We sat together quietly as I realigned my focus by going into a light meditation. 
my attention moved beyond the boundaries of the physical world and through my intuitive abilities I entered the sanctuary of her inner thoughts and feelings. Peering through a window into her soul, I began to sense what she was experiencing. In this moment, I sat before one of the most attractive, charismatic and highly talented women in America and yet I could see she was plagued by insecurity. My first impression of what she was experiencing was a sense of powerlessness. I described an image of her drifting down a narrow river, looking very frail, with no oars in the boat. As I continued to interpret the metaphor, the tears began to roll down her cheeks. Her deepest emotions had been suppressed for so long that when she started to cry, she felt a sense of relief. She had fought most of her life to maintain the profile of being gentle, demure and loving to such a degree she had compromised her strength of will. Her fear of moving beyond her restricted self-image was diminishing the assertive side of her nature. For fear of being viewed as tough, she watered down her strength and vigour at the very time she needed to take a stand for what she really believed in. There were times she felt lonely, wanting her partner to engage with her emotionally, but instead of communicating her needs, she would give way to his headstrong nature. She wanted to share her deepest views on life with him, but he seemed more concerned with his sensual gratification and bolstering his own career. Her desire to please him led her to play the role of the supportive, yielding companion, and in the process, she denied her own preferences and betrayed her heart. Both her past relationships and her current marriage exhibited the same behaviour. Rather than expressing her anger and frustration, she'd suppressed it by reaching for comfort food. Consequently, she then felt heavy and unattractive.